0: And mcdonough show. hi it's dr brian mcdonough welcome to the dr brian mcdonough show my guest is david borden dr Bordman is the dean of the klein college of media and communication at temple university in philadelphia basically a long, long list of accolades in his career uh, at the state of Washington and continuing. But right now, and since 2013, he's been serving in this role at Temple. Uh, you know, in reading, I, I already know from experience and talking to so many people, but there's about 2,500 students there now.
1: Yeah, more than that. And and I should, uh, should correct you, Dr. McDonough, that I am not a doctor. I'm one of the very few uh, deans at Temple University without a doctorate. I have only a master's degree, but I think they they uh, decided that a few Pulitzer prizes under my belt was worth as much as a degree, so. Uh, I was
0: about to say they probably <laughs> saw some of your list of awards and said, all right, I think he's done a little bit in the uh, news and uh, you know information business. But uh, tell me a little bit just to start uh, about yourself. Um, it's interesting because clearly you were extremely successful in the newspaper business, doing other things. And yet you decided really to get into education and to to teach a new generation. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, I, I uh, most of my career, I, I studied journalism at Northwestern University in Chicago, which is a fine institution. And then I actually went off to Africa. I was in a Peace Corps-like program in Africa, uh, followed a woman to the Northwest. Um, I'm still with her many, many years later. And, uh, and got a job on a little weekly newspaper in the San Juan Islands, um, jumped from there to a, a, a slightly larger daily newspaper. And then I got a graduate degree at the University of Washington in communication, um, worked at a, at a larger daily. And then I landed at the Seattle Times right out of, out of my graduate degree. And I worked there for 30 years. Um, I loved it, um, did pretty much every job in the newsroom. Um, from reporting up to ultimately being the executive editor uh, the top editor there Uh, most of that focus in investigative journalism and uh, really loved it family-owned newspaper it was great um until until it wasn't (laughs) um you know back in uh in the uh, late part of the the 20s and and the early part of the 2010s the newspaper business really just started to decline and over the course of a couple of years, I had to lay off uh, more than 100 people, uh, almost all of whom I had hired. Um, so, I, you know, it occurred to me that I didn't necessarily want to do that for the rest of my life. And I wanted to try to get to a, a, an elevation where I could both help, um, the, help figure out the future of a troubled profession, and at the same time um, really engage with young, innovative people who would help reinvent journalism, which is so crucial for, for the country. Um, I had been quite involved with a, a board that accredits schools of journalism and mass communication. And because of that, I got on the headhunter's radar, uh, got a call from Temple University. All I knew about Temple at the time was Bill Cosby, pre-scandal, and, uh, and John Cheney. But I came out, fell in love with the place, and I've been here for nine years now.
0: That's great, and you know what I love about what you did—you you have real-world experience to draw on as well. I think that's so important. You know, um, you know as someone I teach medical students and residents, have done it forever, and part of it is you know you go to war and you're doing your job, and you, you know one of the things I always tell them—I told one today when I was working with them—I said, "Oh no, this is a mistake I made early on training. I didn't call my attending, and thank goodness the patient did well." But I not, And you're able to tell your own stories, which I think gives a greater sense of reality. Have you seen the same thing as you deal with students or or faculty and others?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I really love about this particular college, which is called the Lou Klein College of Media and Communication, and we can talk more about that. Um, But one of the things I I love about the college is we have um, a just spectacular mix of faculty here. Um, We have um, among our full-time faculty, we have people who are primarily scholars. Um, they do have PhDs, uh, but almost every one of them has at least some experience working in the business. And they really are equipped to provide the really um, strong theoretical foundation, um, real uh, meaningful education in, in critical thinking and analysis and data analysis and experimentation. Um, they're They're really important. Then we have a a group of full-time faculty who have come directly from industry. And that's not just journalism, but advertising, public relations, uh, nonprofit communication. And those are people like me who who came directly from the business. And then we have a group of what we call adjunct professors who are part-time professors, most of whom are still working in these industries. So that makes sure that we stay very current. Um, In a lot of schools, um, there is they don't have that mix or if they do um, there's great gulfs and disrespect among those groups of, of professors and in our uh, in our school uh, it's quite the opposite everybody appreciates what what each other bring to the table they work together there's a lot of team teaching a lot of teamwork and i think the students really benefit from from all of that
0: you know i'll share a story i went, I went to temple medical school and uh graduated in 85 and then i'm doing residency i wanted to get into broadcasting and done a few things uh public television and public radio and um came across an opportunity um with temple on wrti which is temple's radio station to do a medical talk show started you know i said hey i'll stay as long as you guys want me and it actually lasted about 18 years wow um, but mm-hmm. i was doing tv i'm doing radio I'm doing all these other things and i kept doing the show and people said why are you doing the show i said well first of all you get an hour to talk about health issues, which is incredibly valuable to people who will listen, but also working with the students. I mean, it was almost like I was coming in from my perspective, looking at it a different way as, as a doctor and I'm learning as much from them because they're telling me what they learned in class. And and it did seem like there, and for the people I dealt with, there was just a free flowing conversation. And, and I thought that was the thing I noticed. And And when I started doing these series of interviews that I'm doing now, um, one of the people I interviewed was Paul Gluck. And Paul Gluck um, is a faculty member at Temple. And I knew him from the days when he was news director at Channel 10 and Channel 3 in Philadelphia. And, you know, and he talked about uh, the opportunities, had me talk to his class a few times. And Temple graduates, I mean, are all over the country as far as broadcasting, writing, journalism. I mean, I'm sure... You could probably go through a litany, but national level, local level. um, Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, it's 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 truly phenomenal. Um, You know, it's one of the things there is a great heritage here from before I got here of of Temple grads just achieving great things around the country. You know, we have um, uh, I'm just thinking of a few off the top of my head, a, a gentleman named Joe B. Warwick, who is a two time Pulitzer winner, not only for his reporting for The Washington Post, but then he won a Pulitzer for a book that he wrote. Um, hardly any reporters can say that, both newspaper work and books. Wow. Um, We have uh, Kevin Nagandis, the first Asian American anchor on SportsCenter yeah. on ESPN, and now anchors the college football uh, uh, show on on ABC. Um, Tamron Hall, who is a renowned uh, daytime host and variety host, um, just in 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 every uh, every medium, uh, print, digital broadcast, television, radio, um, temple owls are everywhere. They truly are and the same in, in the advertising and, and PR, uh, professions as well.
0: I do want to ask you a little bit about Lou Klein. I had the opportunity a few, you might probably more than a few years ago to see Tina Fay receive an award, uh, at a luncheon. And, um, at that point, obviously Lou Klein, um, you know, he's always had a role uh, with journalism, with Temple. Tell me a little bit about that relationship because the school is named after him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's truly phenomenal. So when I arrived here in 2013, um, I met Lou. He was the the chair of what we call our Board of Visitors, which is primarily alums, but also other people involved in the school. Lou was not an alum of Temple. He, he went to Penn. Um, he graduated from Penn and almost immediately went into the then- totally nascent uh, television business back in the in the 40s and 50s and really in many ways helped invent local television Um, he invented uh, to a large extent the local television newsroom he was the first person to put weather on television Um, the whole action news format at Channel 6 was largely his doing Um, he produced American Bandstand Romper Room Uh, he discovered Dick Clark um just phenomenal career ultimately wound up owning six television stations himself the entire time from the time he was 26 years old until the time he was 91 years old he taught part time at temple Um, and that was purely just to give back and to you know keep himself rejuvenated and and working with young people it certainly wasn't for the money you know he did it as a part-time job and after I'd been here a few years, Lou and I were at lunch and we were talking about how great it would be at the school at the time, which is called the School of Media and Communication. And how great it would be to have a name that often to build a real reputation for a school or college, you, you, you need to have a name. Um, and so he, he was throwing out names of various people. And I said, Lou, there's really only one person for whom this school should be named. And I'm looking at him. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't do it for free. That's the way universities work. Um, But, you know, Lou Lou and his wonderful wife, Janet, who's a a great Pennsylvania uh, icon in her own right, um, they were very generous with us um, in making a gift. And then there were so many people who loved him. um, Many more people uh, joined in, and we were able to establish a threshold where Temple agreed to name the school for Lou. And the greatest thing was, we did it while Lou was still here and still alive. So he got to enjoy that for several years, which I'm so really proud of.
0: Yeah, he got to, especially after all those years of putting his heart and soul into it. And, yeah. and again, if you're from the Philadelphia area, I mean, just the action news format, which obviously it, it's around the country, but the way it's dominated news locally. Um, one of the interviews we had, Jim Gardner was talking about that, how when he started, you know, and I think they've been number one since he probably started. I don't know if yeah.
1: I mean it's it's 40 or 50 years I mean it's unheard of around the country that one station is as dominant and yeah Lou built that and you know he was such a committed and ethical man that I I just feel proud every day that that our school has his name I do want
0: to ask you and I want to be respectful of your time I do want to ask you a little bit for you know this is YouTube get a lot of people different age groups different people watching things somebody wants to go into broadcasting they want to go into journalism they want to go into advertising or whatever what is the world like right now because i i, I think we clearly are a change the traditional things are kind of moving away things are changing do you see it as an optimistic time a time for growth what's your view
1: yeah i think it's the most exciting time to go into these fields because never has there been the opportunity for young people early in their career to really help change, reinvent, reinvigorate an industry, um, various of these industries as there is now. And the fact is that while people like me or people people who hold higher positions in many of these news and, and PR and advertising outlets, um, there's a lot they understand about the business. What they will never understand like this new generation is how to use these digital tools as effectively. And so there's tremendous opportunity. And, and I'm really proud, um, we we employ here uh, another Philadelphia journalism icon, a woman named Luann Kahn, who was a, yes. a long time investigative reporter for Channel 10. And she is our director of career services. And, and through Luann's office, we place more than 90% of our students into jobs in these professions in which they're studying. So I know a lot of parents are uptight about, oh, there's no jobs in journalism or in advertising. And there are are different sorts of jobs. Um, whereas when I came up, you just were a reporter. Well, now you might be a digital producer. You might be a product manager. There are many different roles um, that can be played within these professions. And they're just as important as as reporting in delivering meaningful content to people. And we prepare students to work across all media, um somebody comes out of here they not only know how to write but they they have at least serviceable skills in video audio podcasting um, and they understand the business aspects of of the profession as well
0: just read a book which probably you may have read but it was up there it's about six months old from strength to strength and it's talking about people as they get older uh, younger and then older and that when you're older One of the greatest skills that you develop, I think he called it crystallized knowledge, is is basically the ability to teach, to educate, to use what you have gained when you are young. And you see the big picture to help. seems like you've taken advantage of that also with faculty, probably in your own world, but also with faculty that you can look back. I mean, I would have to think, you know, you win Pulitzer Prizes like you have. You've done these things. You've seen different sides of it it's probably a great perspective you can provide
1: yeah absolutely and and we've made again we've made an effort to to bring in people um, directly from the business who can really complement those who have done the research and and can provide that sort of greater historical context but just over the past year again you know other philly icons uh, mark Zumoff now works here and and teaches you know play-by-play broadcasting to aspiring sports journalists um, we created a new center for sports media um, that we named for a woman named Claire Smith, uh, who is a, a black journalist who was the first woman inducted into the sports writers wing of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And she she's teaching here. So the opportunity to learn from those people and as you say, the, the lessons that can only come from decades of experience is is priceless.
0: Anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to bring up? I mean, it's so nice of you to join me on the program. But is there anything else that you thought, uh, either for young people watching or just other people you know, interested in, in the work you do?
1: Well, I mean, I guess I would just remind people that there there's only one industry that is specifically protected in the Amer- in the United States Constitution, <laughs> and that is journalism. And journalism is taking a lot of arrows these days, but I think if, if any citizen steps back and thinks about it, um, this democracy cannot survive without meaningful, trustworthy journalism. And that is what we are trying to prepare our students to provide. Um, we need smart, capable people to go into this um, this business. It is in great change, but it. It's never been more important to the country than it is now. And just ask people to to support what's out there and and to support the young people who want to pursue it.
0: David Borman, thanks for taking the time to join me on the Dr. Brian McDonough Show. It's been a real honor having you on.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure, and I, I love hearing you on the radio.
0: Thanks a lot. Hope to stay there for a while. Enjoy. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah. The Dr. Brian McDonough Show.